I had taken my daughter out for a birthday uh, breakfast. And we were talking about relationships. <clears throat> and she was talking about my husband and I. And she said, not everybody has what you and Ricky have. And that spoke to me of how far I've come when it comes to relationships. Uh, my husband and I have a less than 5% chance survival rate uh, when it comes to our marriage. Less than 5%. We've been together, we're coming up on 12 years. And when we got together, um, people don't realize the pain and the heartache of refusing <clears throat> to settle. You know, I don't, people didn't understand how could the two of us get married ever again. How, like, people don't understand our relationship and how we maintain it, how we function as a couple, how we come to together, how we come together during difficult times, um, how we navigate through life together, considering the background that each of us have in relationships. I can honestly say what we have is one in a billion. <laughs> because again, we have less than a 5% chance survival rate. Um, but I'm going to attribute it to never settling. Some people think we're crazy for getting married again after the uh, unsuccessful ones we've had before. And I've said this in my uh, previous podcast before, several times, my son, um, when I started dating uh, my now husband, we were coming home from a dinner he had made for us, and he said, Mom, it's so good to see you in a healthy relationship. And when my children tell me things, it's because they love me and it's because they care and they've tried to tell me before, but when you're stubborn and you're not self-aware and you don't want to listen and you just want to do what you want to do and failure comes, people tried to warn you, people tried to tell you, especially the ones that love you. Because they, they you're like a broken record constantly repeating how unhappy you are. And if you're unhappy in your relationship, you're probably unhappy at your job. You're probably unhappy about your health. You're probably unhappy about a lot of things because again, how we do anything is how we do everything. It just has come to my attention that 
all the pain and the crying and the heartache and the begging and the pleading and the... It's because I didn't want to back down. Because I didn't want to show the world I made a mistake. I didn't want to be accountable for my actions. Which just caused more and more pain. And then there finally came this day where I surrendered to the universe. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing in relationships. I don't know what I'm doing when it comes to my well-being. I don't know what I'm doing when it comes to work. I just know I don't like what I do. I don't care about what I do. I'm uninspired, just like I am in my relationship, just like I am in my well-being. I don't know what I'm doing. And I'm on my knees crying. Crying in emotional and mental pain. Because I don't understand. I don't know what I'm doing. Where am I going wrong? Because I don't know how to listen. Bottom line, everything and everyone is telling me this is wrong, but I don't want to hear it. I will go against my better judgment to prove something wrong. And the universe comes back and says, no, you're wrong. I had to learn how to listen. Because I was striking out left and right. Everybody had left the stands. There was nobody left. It was just me swinging a bat around at anything that would come towards me. And being exhausted. Through my own fault. And when I surrendered... And I started to pay attention to red flags, to what people were saying, not what I thought they were seeing or what I wanted them to say, what they were actually telling me. And it hurt. But I am not one to back down. I just had to relearn how to listen to the universe and what it was telling me. Is it my ego? Is it my pride? Is it me not wanting to be vulnerable? What is it that's keeping me from a healthy relationship, from a healthy body, from a healthy understanding of what I do affects other people. When am I going to put myself in a position to win? And when I say win, I don't mean cutting down other people. I don't mean pointing the finger. I don't mean ha ha fuck you. No. I mean My own happiness, 
my own joy? How can I harness what I crave in my life and for others? I can't give what I don't have. Remember we were talking about uh, the color purple and that line, everything you've done to me, I've already done to you. Yeah. For every action is an equal and negative reaction. It's true. I didn't want to hear it. And believe me when I say I listen over 95% of the time, 95, 98% of the time, I listen to what the universe is telling me so that it can guide me in the direction of where I want to go. I have stopped fighting myself because I am my own worst enemy. I will not settle. I have a relationship like I've never had before with not just my husband, but myself. I worked on myself and I faced the ugly truth of just how awful I had been to people. And I learned to take it and learn from it. And it's so hard as we get older to open up to those things that made us who we are today. And the belief that you can't change is true. If you don't believe you can change, you can't. But I started thinking that there's hope for me and I can change because I'm still alive, because I'm still breathing, because I still have a heart, because I still feel not just anger and hate. It is so odd to think of what you do reflects how much you care about yourself, how much you love yourself. It sounds weird. It sounds odd when you don't know what that is to love yourself because some consider it selfish. Oh, you're going for a run. You're taking time away from your family. Um, no, I'm going for a run because it clears my head and it leaves me open to more quality time with my family. You see how I switched the script right there for all those people that make excuses of why they don't take care of themselves? Is it a will issue or a skill issue? I decided, you know, I wasn't going to settle for an unhappy relationship. And if people wanted to look down their nose at me or you know, God, why don't you just give up already? You know what? You don't live my life. And you're not going to tell me how to live it. 
If you want to be unhappy in the in your life, or maybe you're completely satisfied, I don't know. But how happy can you be if you're knocking someone else? I would not take advice from somebody who's in an unhappy marriage. I'm not going to take advice from somebody who can't control um, their own eating. I'm the same way. You can see all my pictures of how out of control I was with my eating. Right? And it's not a disrespect thing. It's what you're saying doesn't resonate with me. What you're saying and what I'm seeing don't equal out. So, no, I'm not going to take advice from you. And that's okay. People aren't going to take advice from me and what I have to say about relationships or well-being. There's going to be people that tell me the fuck off, to, to fuck off. You don't know what you're talking about. Shut up. You know, that's okay. I have learned to be okay with that. And because of that, I've been able to move forward in a lot of uh, aspects in my life because I have to do what I have to do so that I can be okay, so that I can be there for my family. I just do it in a different way now because the way I was doing it before was counterproductive to what I really wanted. I ended up paying the price for my own stupidity. And being naive and vulnerable and not well-versed and not understanding that I am my own worst enemy. It's the not understanding. If you find yourself somewhere you don't want to be, it's you don't understand what you need to do to get to where you want to be. And that comes from not wanting to change someone else or something else or somewhere else. That change can only come from you. Again, the pain and the heartache with the growing that I had to do to get to where I am. And I'm not exactly where I am today, where I want to be in the third aspect of my life, but that's okay. I'm learning. I've got got two out of three down. (laughs) That's pretty damn good. And I'm like, if I can get two out of three, let's work towards the third one, which is making a career out of my mistakes and sharing them with others so that they may make the same mistake, but at least they'll come out saying, crap, she knows what she's talking about. Yeah, I do. Because I know what's going to happen Before you do, because I've done it once, twice, three times, four times, a dozen times. I've made those mistakes because I was hard headed and bitter and angry and scared. Yeah, I'm going to throw that in there. I made the worst mistakes when I was either scared or mad. And I could stay mad a long time. I stayed mad for eight years one time. Eight years. Now, I stay mad for about eight seconds. (laughs) I have learned to let things go. Now, that doesn't doesn't mean I don't get passionate and and start uh, about something. 
right? On my podcast, especially about women who use their children against their ex-husbands or baby daddy, right? I get very passionate about that. Not angry, but passionate. There's a difference. So, like I said, I decided not to settle. That was a decision. That was a choice. I'm not going to settle. And I didn't understand it at the time. I felt like I was in survival mode. But it led me to where I am today. There were days I was crawling emotionally. Crawling just to survive the day. So that I could move forward. But at least it was process. On my hands and knees sometimes. Sometimes the belly crawl. To get to where I need to be at the end of the day. Just to survive. And I know a lot of you do this every day. And it becomes normal. I'm just trying to survive. I don't want to just survive. There are too many resources and a lot of them for free around me. And how do I use them so I'm not the victim any longer? Who who likes to play the victim card? Who knows somebody who likes to play the victim card of my upbringing, my parents, my ex-boyfriend, my job, my this, my that? I mean, it's just a constant All the time you hear from them. These people usually suck the oxygen out of the air, right? You're just exhausted after you're talking to them. Maybe you were one of them. I was one of them. So I recognize it when I see it now. And I know if somebody's ready to actually make a commitment to change, they make zero excuses. It's what can I do? I never bring up what I can't do. I bring up what I can do. And I leave the can'ts behind. Because those can'ts are going to drag you down every single time. Because they seem to outweigh the cans. We all do it. Okay? You can't get nothing past me. Because I know. (laughs) Because I know. And that's why it's important to me to share my failures my mistakes, my bad choices, the ridiculous decisions that I came came up with at the time, right? That's my mission, is to see people move forward. I know what it's like to spin your wheels and you're stuck. I know that feeling and it's awful. It weighs you down. It tires you out spinning your wheels, not knowing which direction to go into because you've let someone keep you from being you. But you've also let that person do it to you or that place or that thing, right? Stuff is stuff weighing you down. I have learned not to put an emotional attachment to everything of material possessions. Because the more I bought and the more in debt I became, it did not make my life better. I, the belief was that it could. 
and that it would. And when those bills were coming in every month, I hated it. Was it worth it? At the time, no. But was it worth it in the end? Yes, because I learned something from it. I've learned about relationships, what works and what doesn't work. I've seen the selfishness. I've seen the egotistical ways. I've seen bad decisions. I've seen it all. Hell, I've done it all. Let's just put that out there. I've done it all. Wrong. Let me, let's not mince words here. I've done it wrong. Money. I've done it wrong my entire life. I didn't look at the end result. I just looked at the right here and right now. Just like I do with food. Junk food. Right? The hell with the quality stuff. Just give me the junk food right here, right now. The lessons I have learned in the 51 years I've been on this earth has been worth it. Because I know there are people who never learn their lessons. Never. And they go to their grave never truly being happy. And with that being said, did you earn that happiness? Or did you just go along for the ride? I refuse to believe in settling is the way to go. I, I know too much now. Better late than never, right? Learning how to cultivate and grow a relationship with another human being. And it doesn't have to be romantic. It could be a platonic friend. Just a friend. And to value that relationship. Your family. Your significant other. Your children. Your grandparents. We take it for granted. The junk food versus the food. Taking our health for granted until it starts to turn on us because we didn't treat it with respect, right? The relationship, the food, the workplace, your career, it's all interconnected. It's so hard to see sometimes, most times. I couldn't see it at all. It's all woven in the same fabric, and you can start over. You can, right this second, start changing the way you think so you can get to where you need to be in your life. And that is happy. You can't be happy 100% of the time. But my gosh, how about 90 some, 90 plus percent, you can be happy. I know that seems impossible when you've made a lifetime of bad decisions. I know it. I've been there. But you can. And you need to start thinking of your future and how you want it to be. You know, throw some spontaneity in there. I get it. I'm a very structured person. And sometimes my husband will throw out something. Let's go do this. 
And I remember being so resistant to change. And when my husband says, let's go for a car ride after dinner, it's usually one of the best things ever. We see so much beauty in the relaxation of going just for a simple car ride or a walk or, you know, whatever it is. And enjoying the moment of being together with somebody that loves me unconditionally and is my biggest fan and supporter. And at the same time, doesn't let me get away with bullshit by holding me to a higher standard. And it doesn't bother me because I bring it every day. I hold myself up to a higher standard. I hold him to a standard. We hold each other accountable. And we walk together through life with the same, with the same vision of being there for our children and our grandchildren. And we know, especially the, the grandchildren, they're watching us. They're listening to us. And we want it to be healthy, constructive, and productive. That is what we want. Our children are all grown now, okay? And we came to a decision to show them that even if things don't work out with someone, you can still raise children with them in a healthy, productive, constructive way. And that's what we do. We don't hold grudges. We hold people accountable. And it's been an amazing journey of watching our children grow in the last decade and how they relate to other people when they disagree with them, when things don't work out. Our grandchildren, our biggest pride and joy, they are watching us, they are listening to us, they're gathering information from us. What does healthy look like in a relationship as well as ex-husbands and ex-wives, stepbrothers, half-brothers, sisters? How does this all blend so that everybody leaves better than when they came? Because that is extremely important to my husband and I. And to be on the same page is what has allowed us to go forward and succeed in our marriage. Again, less than 5% chance survival rate of this marriage for us. He is my person for the rest of my life. He is it. He is done. I'm done. We are done. We have these discussions that bring us together on the daily. And if we are not on the same page, and it does happen where we're not on the same page, just very rarely, where before in past relationships, we were barely ever on the same page and just trying to survive 
on our own, not as a couple, not as a unit, on our own. And that's why it didn't work out. I, I point no fingers. I hold no grudges because I need to be free. I need to be free from that so that I can move on and be happy with or without someone else. I just lucked out. I got the man that I worked for. <laughs> I don't know how that's going to come off. Um, but I had to do the work. And it, there was a lot of crying. A lot of crying. A lot of blackness. A lot of darkness. A lot of self-healing. A lot of forgiving and being tender. I didn't even know what that meant to be tender with myself. Because I didn't understand that language. That was not something familiar to me. And it felt weird. And I didn't like it. And that is sad. And I know a lot of other people understand what I'm saying. And what I was feeling. And that's why I send this message today. Don't give up on yourself.